Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Magical Realness, a Blythe Mitrals podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Marie, a life coach, podcaster, designer, and the founder of Blythe Mitrals. <laughs> what you need to know about me is that I'm a little quirky, the spiritual, crazy chatty, and uber passionate about living in true alignment and the art of simpatico. I believe deeply that magic is real, potent, and rooted in choice. Magic is all around us. All you have to do is choose to see it. Dive in with me as we look at actionable steps, books, and conversations that help you live a magical lifestyle in which serves you. We're currently in the season Spirituality 101, where I give you the introductions needed to help you dive into the spiritual world and become aligned with who you truly are. If you'd like to dive in deeper with a budding community, we now have the Blythe Mitrals Patreon, focused on bringing you monthly support and tapping into your alignment. Whether that's through leveling up that wardrobe, fine-tuning your soulpreneurship, or getting crystal clear on what makes you your magical self. Once we get our first 15 Patreons, we'll start to release bonus episodes, gab sessions, and whatever else delights the Founding 15. If you want to be a part of the Founding 15, head on over to the Patreon and subscribe today. You know it's going to be epic. And with that, I say, let's get started with today's episode. Woo, thank goodness, that took forever. (laughs) So, did you do it? Did you do it? Did you check out the Patreon? No? Well, then what are you waiting for? (laughs) If not, what are you waiting for, my friend? Do you need more information on that? Okay, sure. I can do that. I can provide. I can provide. Here's a lowdown. Super quick. Okay. There are four different tiers or roles that you can take on as a Patreon. You can be an advocator, a pathfinder, an enchanter, or a sorcerer. Uber fun. Am I right? And depending on what role suits you, you'll have access to quarterly soul mail from moi monthly alignment workshops, monthly one-on-one alignment calls, and tarot readings. Tarot readings are only something that I now offer through my Patreon members if you are a sorcerer. It's a true simpatico relationship, whatever role you decide. And simpatico, as you know, is my absolute favorite thing. Oh, and the biggest kick, biggest kick. Okay. Once we get our founding 15 Patreons, we will start releasing bonus episodes and additional content exclusively shared with the Patreon community. So to get in the action right now and be a part of the deciding community, join now, my friends, right now, right now. Go on. You can do it while you're listening to this. You've got this. You can do it. We can make it happen. Ooh, okay. Ah! (laughs) I'm excited. Uh, If you enjoy this episode, I would be so grateful if you shared it on Instagram, sent it to your friends, and sent me a message telling me how you thought of it. If you have a moment, rate the podcast and let people know what you think of it. 
Apple is a really great place to rate, but if you just look up Magical Realness Podcast on Google, you'll find places to do that. So wherever is most convenient for you, my friend, if you could do that, I would be so grateful. And if you are binging through this, yes, give a shout out. Let me know what's up. Let me be aware of the energy you are emitting forward because it's epic and you're magic and I want to know who you are. So sharing giving me the lowdown that helps me know that. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, officially, let's get our chakra on. If you've ever been like, what the fuck are chakras? <laughs> um, bitch, know that you were held, you were loved, and you were in the same boat as me for most of my 20s. Uh, maybe it's just me, right? But I felt for a long time that there was just like this whisper of chakra, 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 wherever I went. It also seemed super trendy, which gave me appropriation vibes, and I wasn't super into it. My attitude very much spoke, oh, wow, I love that for you. <laughs> which is one of the most passive aggressive things you could say to someone in my opinion but you know i could be wrong oh wow i love that for you yeah bitch okay anyways <laughs> at any point we can wrap that whole story up with saying that it took me a a minute it it was a good minute and i did not get the picture until i was low key forced to and completing my certification in mindfulness and life coaching through stonebridge college it's a part of the curriculum i really wanted to do it but when i saw that come up i definitely rolled my eyes a little bit <laughs> before rolling up my sleeves and diving in right but here's the thing I was walking in with this predetermined mindset of what the chakras represented, not even what they were, but just what they stood for in an elitist version of spirituality, okay? That is what I was holding in me. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Because this may be you, not with chakras necessarily, but with anything that's within the spiritual realm, right? Spirituality is a journey, and comparison culture runs deeply around us. I'm sharing this with you because if you hold prejudices amongst any of this, any of the classes, if you will, that I share in this season, I want you to know that I see you and I understand where you're coming from. You are seen, you are held. And if you need extra support in this, I want you to know that you can simply just send me an email. Gosh, how many times have I said, just reach out to me today? <laughs> But you can just reach out to me, right? Just send me an email. I am here. We are in this together, right? It's a simpatico relationship together, my friend. We are here together, okay? Later on in this season, we're going to be talking about crystals, human design, psychic abilities, and just so much more, right? And learning about the chakras will be incredibly helpful. So if you can... Put on your listening ears, right? Not your passive ears, your listening ears, and do your best to flow with the information that comes through. If you want to see a tangible breakdown, you know I've got you covered in the site show notes. Just pop on over and I'll have an intro guide waiting for you, okay? To look at the chakras simply, they are energy points or centers throughout the body. Understanding where you hold what energy is, again, so freaking helpful. So let's dive in. Let's get our chakra on. Kind of sounds like a dance, doesn't it? Yayo! <laughs> let's do the chakra! <laughs> 
So the way that we are going to move through this episode is a quick lowdown of what the chakras are, how they work, a description of each chakra type, and how to apply this new awareness. And that's it, right? I say, let's keep it really simple. Also, we've got some really long episodes <laughs> coming up. So trying to make the solo episodes kind of short and sweet so you can get that energy, you can run with it, and then enjoy the gab sessions, right? Right. So getting back to it. The chakras can be really expansive, so making this breakdown as easy to follow as possible I think will be in your best benefit, and that is the way that I anchored all of this. So it's going to be super quick, super easy. Um, you're just going to want to try to listen as best as you can. What we'll be covering today is the traditional Indian model, okay? But side note, there are actually several different models of the chakra system. The Indian model is what is most well-known and is also the most comprehensive version. Aligned with meditation, it has seven energy centers from the sit bones and up. If you were looking for something more in depth with the entire body, right? You know, a different version. I suggest looking into the Kabbalah. That's K-A-B-A-L-L-A-H. For now, the traditional Indian model is more than sufficient, okay? So yes, there are other models that you could use as a guide, but I would start with this episode and take it step by step. One is not better than the other. The question is simply, which is more aligned with you and your spiritual practices and beliefs? Again, start here and then let that inspiration take you where you are meant to go. To keep us in flow, I'll be using a blanket term, the chakras, to reference the model we're discussing today in service of you. Let's begin. How the chakras work. Now, I kind of spoiled it already, but the chakras are energy centers within the body. And actually, chakra is a Sanskrit word that means wheel or disc. Taking that a step further, chakras are very ancient. As explained in my course text, this is the belief behind the chakra system. All the chakras spin and are energized, hence the concept of being a spinning wheel or disc. The energy that causes them to spin is the universal life force, and this is itself a multi-faith or secular concept that is common to most healing models. The universal life force, ULF, is the energy that permeates all things, be they plant, animal, human, crystal, rock, water, light, color, wind, air, fire, or earth. It is the basic energy that is present everywhere and which is not limited by space or time. ULF is channeled within our bodies by our chakras and the ULF is responsible for health, well-being, emotional balance, and physical balance. It's pretty interesting, right? Although I don't use the term ULF or universal life force, I so am a follower of this belief. And the chakra system is an opportunity to understand how that existence of energy lives inside of you. Going back a little bit, right, to my story before of how I was like, what the fuck are chakras? <laughs> you know, I had already believed in a system or held this this belief of the ULF. And I did not allow myself to see the connections between the chakra system and what I already knew in myself to be true. 
Again, there are seven chakra centers and they begin from sit bones up to the crown of the head. Each chakra has a related function and aspect of life. The lowest chakra center on the body represents the most basic and fundamental needs in life. And as you rise, those needs begin to evolve to the more woo and divine aspects like communication and spirituality. Now, the chakra centers have their own focus points, but they don't really work alone, okay? Balance and harmony is a priority when it comes to centering the chakra system. If one chakra becomes depleted and malnourished, it's obviously not going to function well, okay? (laughs) Uh, You know, go back to the trifecta episode and tune into that a little bit more. Um, Again, this is chakras, but you know, same thing, right? If it's malnourished, it's not going to function well which then, right, is going to melt and affect the other centers next to it. When harmony is missing between two chakra points, there is a block or restriction in the energy flow. If you will, in the same way as a dam holds back water, so the block can hold back energy. This floods one chakra with stagnant energy and starves the next. When flooded, the chakra is often referred to as spinning too fast, right? The result of this is usually excess activity, nervousness, irritability, and some sort of like discomfort in that area. Uh, It could be physical, it could be emotional. The starved chakra will exhibit sluggishness, Okay, so the one that's spinning too slowly, sluggishness, lack of energy, fatigue, and is considered to be spinning too slowly. So I spoiled it. (laughs) Imbalances are likely to show up in terms of mental and physical functions that relate to that chakra point being too fast or too slow. And this will produce a variety of emotional and physical, sometimes spiritual symptoms. I know that sounds a little scary, right? To have an imbalance in either way. Like, that's some serious yikes factor. But here's the thing, okay? We deal with chakra imbalances all the time. Remember our conversation about the trifecta? Second note, chakras are another form of tapping into our trifecta and that divine internal union. Having a chakra imbalance is nothing to be nervous or necessarily alerted by, right? We just want to be aware and be able to channel focus where our energy centers need the nourishment. Simple as that. Look, we're in some seriously unstable times. So if your mind is going there, don't get worked up about this, okay? Just hold compassion. Know it's going to happen sometimes and that you have the capability to work out the kinks, You are beautiful. You are an incredible person, my friend. And after you get through this episode, you're going to hold that awareness needed to tackle the energy hiccups that come in your way. Okay? You got this. The seven chakra points. Okay, my friend, now is the time to make sure that your ears are perked all the way up because we're going to roll through this quickly and systematically. And that system is what and where the chakra is, what the energy source does for us, what can occur when it's underactive and overactive, and then practices you can implement into your life to have a balanced energy flow. And we're going to move through this like bam, bam, bam. You might want to take a note of the minute mark because you may find that you'll need to listen to this more than once to fully comprehend. You can simply head to the site show notes and I'll have this laid out for you. Girl, I got you. But here's a hint to help you make the most out of this rundown. As you listen to this, I would do your best to simply try to remember the name 
the color, and the location. And definitely take note of anything that sounds like any imbalances that you are currently or regularly experiencing. Okay? Yeah? So are you listening? Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> uh, let's go. The first chakra is the root chakra, and it is associated with the color red. The root chakra is located between the tailbone and the genitals, and it is the grounding or foundation point within the body. It holds our connection to feeling a sense of security and being safe and associated with the basic will to exist. When it's underactive, you may experience waking, sluggishness, low self-esteem, worry, or a low sex drive. If it's overactive, you may fixate on financial matters, spend excessively, fixate on material possessions, feel a need to be controlling, or have an excess sex drive, okay? Practices that help balance the root chakra are exercise, yoga, walking, spending time in nature, or any activity that helps to ground. The second chakra is the sacral chakra, and it is associated with the color orange. The sacral chakra is located between the genitals and the belly button, and it is the internal energy center of the person. It holds our ability to govern emotions and feel pleasure and allows us to register or let go of our experiences. When it's underactive, you may experience sexual disinterest, lack of creativity, fear of enjoyment, ulcers, poor digestion, or a poor self-image. If it's overactive, you may form addictions, gluttony, self-destructive habits, eating disorders, or experience an excess sex drive. Practices that help balance the sacral chakra are general intimacy, healthy sex, creative exercises, dancing, and enjoying colorful and yummy meals. The third chakra is the solar plexus chakra, and it is associated with the color yellow. The solar plexus chakra is located halfway between the belly button and the chest, and it is the chakra responsible for our sense of empowerment. It holds our ability to develop self-dependency and inner strength and connects us to our motivations, allowing us to feel energized to make things happen. When it's underactive, you may experience passiveness, stagnation, general negativity, and the desire to be excessively introverted. If it's overactive, you may become aggressive, lean into perfectionism, and take excessive risks. Practices that help balance the solar plexus chakra are general acts of courage, taking educated risks, CBT, laughter, and strengthening exercises. The fourth chakra is the heart chakra, and it is associated with the color red. The heart chakra is located in the midst of your chest, and it is the chakra that allows us to share and demonstrate our expressions. It holds our ability to carry compassion to everyone, including ourselves, and to love in a way that is truly fulfilling for our soul. 
When it's underactive, you may experience victimhood, suppressed emotions, and a fear of rejection. If it's overactive, you may become jealous, controlling, and unable to express yourself fully. Practices that help balance the heart chakra are forms of intimacy explored in significant relationships, expressing love, accepting love, and discovering aligned ways to express your feelings. The fifth chakra is the throat chakra, and it is associated with the color blue. The throat chakra is, unsurprisingly, located directly at the throat, and it is the chakra that is responsible for communication. It holds our ability for self-expression, informing others, creative expression, and the release of emotions, as well as our ability to hear and truly listen to others, and so is connected truth-telling. When it's underactive, you may experience passiveness, feeling the need to be mute, lack of ability to clearly communicate, a general poor self-expression and fear. If it's overactive, you may excessively chatter, talk at rapid speeds, and hold a general disregard for listening to others. Practices that help balance the throat chakra are any activities that allow you to hear your authentic self. An example, that would be journaling, recording your voice, thinking out loud in a safe environment. Also, mindful cardio, active hydration, and confidence-building exercises. The sixth chakra is the third eye chakra, and it is associated with the color indigo. The third eye chakra is located on the lower middle of your forehead, right about the brow, and it is the chakra that connects to our perception and view of the world. It holds our ability to dream consciously or unconsciously, our pathway to our inner divine, and our awareness to our intuition. When it's underactive, you may experience poor memory, eye-related issues, and a difficulty visualizing. If it's overactive, you may suffer from regular headaches, eye strain, hold a significant difficulty in concentrating, and have nightmares. Practices that help balance the throat chakra are meditative visualizations, hypnosis, dream journaling, yoga, nature activities, color therapy, and simply spending time in natural light. The seventh chakra is the crown chakra, and it is associated with the color purple. The crown chakra is located at the crown of the head, and it is the chakra that allows us to have direct communication with source. It holds our connection to wisdom and enlightenment and provides us with our charisma, the gift that we have of being great thinkers, artists, and visionaries. When it's underactive, you may experience a disconnection from your spiritual identity, loss of ego, which remember is your sense of I, fear of the future, and a general apathy for life. If it's overactive, you may become narcissistic, fanatic, delusional, or imbalanced through your connection between your mind and spirit and regularly overthink things. Practices that help balance the crown chakra are mindful exercises, spiritual exploration, 
defining your belief system, meditation, and witchcraft. (laughs) Woo! There we go. That is it, beautiful. That's the chakra breakdown. Take this understanding, head to the show notes, and continue on with your knowledge of your interior energy centers, right? This went by really fast, but that's the chakra system. That's what it is. And remember, I have notes for you. (laughs) The point in this awareness is to continue to have an equilibrium, right, between the grounded world and the spiritual world, as well as a greater sense of both your authentic self and your alignment to source. Whether you take on the chakra system full on, right, or not, right, having this general knowledge is going to help you explore your practices deeper and more comprehensively, which is just always a win. And surprise bonus opportunity, I just did an alignment workshop on balancing the chakras. Like, I just did it. (laughs) We go into all that's discussed here and so much more. We talk about the trifecta, we talk about the inner divine, and we talk about centering ourselves. So if this episode piqued your interest but went too fast for you or you just want more support, join the Blythe Mitral's Patreon. 20 bucks gets you all those illuminating and go get them workshops and cheat sheets. What a deal. Am I right? Don't wait, my friend. Link in bio. So let's do this. Let's get spiritual 101. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Remember, head to the podcast page to check out the juicy details and all the other resources we've got for you on the site blythemitrals.com. And if alignment is calling your name, if you want to be a part of the founding 15 in the Blythe Mitrals Patreon, get a move on it and join in. Check it out, my friend. I'm so grateful for you. Oh, I feel it in my heart. And until next time, I'll talk to you then.